Good morning. Good morning. We're starting now a brand new Sicha, part of the project of Kutta Sichas. It's printed in Chelechov Gimel. First Sicha, Shlach, it's, I believe, page 92. And let's begin. In regards to the Pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu was told by Hashem send out men Chacham learn out Shlach means based on your judgment Hashem left the decision whether to send the spies to Moshe's choice telling him I am not commanding you. So the Rebbe says, we have to understand. Moshe was a faithful servant of Hashem. As the Fun Fashtan, it is understood, as thus was Daitish from Moshe's given to Shikin Dimiraglim, as is their far, was as Zoe's given, Daitish shall adonate them, Eberstein. So Moshe's decision to send spies, you must say, is according to what Hashem wants. When the Pasuk is made, as the Pasuk uh, testifies, Hashem. It says clearly that Meshach sent them according to the word of Hashem, which means with the divine consent. Hastus means, as the Indian, which means that sending spies in and of itself was a good and desirable act. The Rebbe says, the Ramban, it's like the Ramban, Explains as the derech haragel from Einem and Aland is dorshik and freer meraglim. So is kifin vas as is the vas as is the best there on a gringster veg lichpesh as aritz. Like the Ramban explains that the ordinary manner in which one conquers land is first to send spies to investigate what is the best way to uh, to conquer. What's uh, the best way for its objective? So. Alpiteva, there was really no issue to send Maraglim. That's how Alpiteva, that's how you investigate the land, is with spies. And since one should not rely on miracles, and it was necessary to prepare for war in an ordinary manner, um, agreed to, uh, for the people for the people's request to send Meraglim. The Rebbe says, Nitvashtanik. So, this raises a question. Parvaz, hot, the Ebrister does Telegaven, and Daitishom Moshe, on Italim and Chachila, on Gezakt Eftem. So now, the question is, why did Hashem leave this matter entirely to Moshe's discretion and not initially, initially deliver such a command um, himself? So the Rebbe says uh, uh, another thing. We have to understand. Rashi says that at that time they were worthy individuals. And like it's understood in the in in, in a person's seichel, as I mentioned, I mean, how to say, "Alein oiskikli means that is a given." Need nor kshenim bechlam nor the ambesten. So if Moshe Rabbeinu chose them, not only were they worthy, but they were the most suited for this particular mission. If 
Mechiladir. So now the question is, how is it possible that they underwent such a, such a drastic change? They went literally from one extreme to another extreme. Not only did they not carry out the mission as they were supposed to, but they brought this tragedy which had affected the Eden for generations of the Jewish people. So the Rebbe says in Beis, we'll understand this by first clarifying um, so this mission that the Meraglim, that the spies were sent, had two goals. Aleph, to oiskifin di protim belchazan negea to their kibush oritz, uri isem gamer hachazuk, gamer hamat, huli ha be machanim. So first thing is to discover uh, a particular point of informing uh, the relevance to conquer the land. As it's written, you shall see. In other words, you shall see the people of the land. Uh, are they strong? Are they few? Do they have? Do they dwell in open encampments or uh, or fortified cities? So that's the first thing. Pasha see the details, see if they're strong, see if they're weak, see how they encamp and base. So and again their land and also to discover particulars regarding the land itself. Ataivehi hashmenihi gamer, is it good? Is it abundant? So, in other words, the first thing is you see the, in regards to the people on the land, and then, or you see the, um, to, I'm sorry, to discover the particular points, um, which is negate to the kibush, to the actual conquer, and also based to, to discover the particulars regarding the land itself. Okay, so he says... Now the second goal was so crucial to the mission that Moshe commanded them be courageous and take from the fruit of the land. Now even though taking the fruit would endanger, endanger them because it would basically expose them as spies. Nevertheless, Maisha wanted and instructed them to act courageously and strive to bring back samples of the land's produce. So the Rebbe says, isn't it glatic? This is not so smooth, it's problematic. And you're right that when it comes to the seeing and hearing is very different on deliberate cooking was the Hebrew taught Shane that self Yidnaz Eretz Yisrael is an Eretz all that Eretz Yisrael is a good and prosperous land a land flowing with milk and honey and the Yidin are every Yid is inherently a believers the descendants of believers so obviously they trusted in the Ebrister which is not far from Eretz Yisrael, the Yidin were already aware of the type of land it was. So, um, they were already aware of the land. Even so, so the knowledge and trust is, like we said, is not comparable to actually seeing the produce of the land. Kumtes so now, obviously, we know and all the didn't believe, they heard how great the land is, um, but nevertheless, when you come and you actually see the land, um, that's, it's very different. 
So bringing back the fruit and giving the, um, as we said, any Nevertheless, the Rebbe is asking, was this purpose necessary enough to endanger the lives of the spies? So that's another question. So the Rebbe says like this, Gimel. So one of the explanations is as follows. So just doing is not enough. After the person does, he also has to come to the level of an Ishma. And we will listen. In a way of understanding. As the Pasuk says, um, we will listen sorry, speak, your servant is listening. So this, this this is similar to the concept, this uh, concept applies with regards to the Yidin entering Eretz Yisrael. Hashem promised them that it was a good and prosperous land. However, Hashem also desired that the Yidin should see and appreciate the good of Eretz Yisrael according to their understanding. That's what Meishu Rabbeinu instructed the spies to bring some of the fruit of the land. to gain. So, by Meishu Rabbeinu instructing the spies to bring back some of the fruit in Eretz Yisrael, he intended that after the Yidin seeing the fruits, the Yidin's desire to enter Eretz Yisrael will not only be motivated by Hashem's command and their commitment to carry out His will, but also come from their own nishma, they would appreciate that one should desire to enter to Israel because it is taka true and a, proper, a prosperous land. Now the same applies regarding the first goal of the mission to discover the best way to conquer to Israel. The kavana was that they should perceive with their own minds that we can surely overcome for this reason, Hashem did not command the spies to be sent. Instead, He told Meisha that this uh, is all dependent on your judgment. So since the spies were sent that the Yidin would appreciate the, the positive value of entering Eretz Yisrael according to their own understanding, like we said, it should be in a way of nishma, understanding. So therefore, it was necessary that the decision of Meraglim should come from Meish's judgment itself. They should do this because that's what it makes sense according to logic. Not, not only because of um, Hashem is commanding. So that's why, like we explained, that that's why the, what, what the Ebersh is talking about, it's not a bad thing. 
It's just that the, the purpose of going into Eretz Yisrael is that not you should believe what I'm saying, but you should actually see for yourself that what I'm saying is correct. So that's what he says, that it should be in a way, the Meraglim, the whole point of you going to Eretz Yisrael is that there should be, it should be by the Eden in a way of Nishma. So therefore, the way that it was sent was also in a way of Ladaitcha that they should understand on their own why Eretz Yisrael is good. He says in Dalai, On this basis, we can understand how is it possible for the spies who were chosen by Meishu who Rashi says initially they were Kshedim, they were worthy to make such a mistake to the extent that they said we cannot ascend. So the Rebbe says, Ibalas in Yenashalichos is given their Nishma to Oisforshin. Since the mission that was involved, that the Ebrister wanted the mission to be in a way of Nishma, so in other words, uh, clarifying that the Eden would enter Eretz Yisrael according to human understanding, so there was a possibility for them, uh, so therefore there was a possibility for them to make a mistake with their logic and reckoning. So they, what was their mistake? Everything that the spies said about Eretz Yisrael and its inhabitants, they said the inhabitants are very fierce and the descendants are giants. So it was emes. They weren't lying. The Meraglim were saying the truth. And even according to um, when they said we cannot ascend, um, in other words, that it would be, they were saying that it's impossible for the Eden to conquer Eretz Yisrael. Uh, by nature, they were right, that it was impossible for them to conquer Eretz Yisrael. So, um, Now, so what comes out? It comes out that the spies carried out the mission that they were sent. We were sent to give over a report of the land. We're giving over a report of the land. What, what, what's your issue? The Rebbe says, The Tazers, Baishtan and them, was they have been basic when I'm asking the Nuchal Alice. Now, what was the mistake? The mistake was that they added a few words. They started becoming a day of Zuggers. We cannot ascend. Moshe Rabbeinu had by Zemin and the Chathilim that Kifrek, see me, can I never saw the Nit? Moshe never asked the Dimaraglim whether it would be possible to conquer Eretz Yisrael or not. He sent them just to find out the easiest way that Eretz Yisrael should be conquered. On the contrary, The fact that Meshul Rabbeinu sent the spies out to the land and clarify the manner in which it would be best to be conquered was a proof that it was possible for them, even according to the rules of nature, to conquer. Because if the entry into Eretz Yisrael would be accomplished via miracles, in other words, above nature, there would be no reason for them to send spies. So the Rebbe says, So this that they said, that we cannot ascend not only to the did the Meraglim overstep their mission? Or Nochmer says, They acted contrary. 
All right, so we'll, uh, we'll continue tomorrow. Good morning. We're holding now Ois Hay and the Kudasiches. And now we explain the whole beer of what the Miraglim were thinking, what their mistake was, why the Abishra got upset at them. And now we're going to learn the hero. The hero. So the Rebbe says like this Tayra is Molosh and Hero. Same root, as we said many times, Hero instructions. As in Teira contains a lesson to safeguard us from making the mistake um, that the spies made. So what is, what is the teaching us? So the name of the parsha is Shlach, which means has the same root as Shlichos, which means a mission. So Ayid has to know that when he's involved in the Aveda, according to, like we said, Nishma, understanding things intellectually and acting according to his own discretion, he has to remember that he's acting as a Shliach of Meshach Rabbeinu. His motivation should not be that he desires to understand the matter at hand, but it's Hashem's will for him to do so. So when a shliach has this type of approach, he can be rest assured that he will carry out Hashem's will, not only according to the nasa motive, but also according to the nishma. Thus, farzichet as a seichel, he can be assured that his understanding will be genuine and he will arrive at a true conclusion. So knowledge and understanding uh, is the it's um, what objectively it appreciate it wants to understand the true nature of the concepts involved so in order to do that it requires a nece- it's necessary to negate all of one's natural tendencies and focus objectively on the manner that he desires to understand so when a person is involved in an abstract thought, so he remains motivated by his own pleasure and desire, it's possible uh, for his thinking to be affected by natural tendencies to the extent that he seeks to adapt reality in his own preconceptions. This is one of the ideas, the concepts of bribery. The Torah says that bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and wraps the words of the righteous. Now, the Rebbe says, So the Rebbe asks, if the Torah is a Torah of truth and it describes the Psukim, it describes these people as wise and righteous, so how, could it, how would it be possible for a person to take a bribe? He's a tzaddik. How could you say... We're talking about Chacham over here. How is the Shaykh for them to take a Matsyas? The Rebbe said this many times by Fabrengen. So, what's the explanation? Nor, 
was mit Trach nicht wegen der Messias, wie sie ist, nur mit Trach wegen sich und der eigenen Messias. So, a, take, a, a bribe includes not only taking money or something similar and, taking a and, and saying a blatant lie because of the gift, but also failing to think about the situation in an objective and honest way. And instead, thinking about oneself and one's uh, own feelings and leanings. So when a person has sheikhad, there's no way he can appreciate it truly. He can't gain a genuine, objective appreciation at the concept at hand. And this was the error of the spies and the drastic decline that they underwent. So they lacked the bitl to Mesha to the degree that it would, uh, it would, it would basically govern their, their thought process when they're involved in the nishma. In exploring Eretz So since they felt, in other words, they were controlled by their own individual self-concern, and because they were very concerned and they were controlled by their self, uh, individual self-concern, so the Nephilim, which were the descendants of the giants, caused them to be overcome by fear to the extent that they said, we are like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And um, and this was the bribe which blinded their minds to the point that they declared we cannot ascend. So when a person realizes that he's a shliach and the entire existence of a shliach is identified by his sender. When is the roof gufa so, how much more so um, is it true when one is serving as a shleach of Mesha? For Mesha is identified with the attribute of truth. So, when a person acts as Mesha shleach, he remains connected with Mesha, which is the attribute of truth, and he never separates himself from him. He doesn't think about himself, but he thinks that he's carrying out Meishe Shlichus. Now, this will lead a person, as the Pesach says, the land which Hashem Hashem is giving us is good. This will enable the conquest of Eretz Yisrael to the fullest uh, expanse of its borders and ultimately lead to the fulfillment. Hashem, your Hashem, will expand your borders with the coming of Mashiach. May it happen speedily. So basically, as we said, the mistake that the Menachem made was that they, yes, Moshe Rabbeinu gave them a shlichus. And Hashem wanted that they should understand, that they should understand, not only in the way of Nasib, but in the way of Nishma, they should understand how Eretz Yisrael is good for them to go there. What was the mistake? The mistake was they started giving their own two cents. They started saying, we're not going to be able to be successful of going up to Eretz Yisrael. 
And the hira is, is that why? Because they were thinking too much about themselves. When you're on Metzias, when you're involved in the Shlichas of Meshach of the Rebbe, and you're and thinking about yourself, then it's trying to have Sheikhat. To be Meshuchat, you could, but when a person's totally connected to, to, the, to, to Meshach of in a way that it's not about him, but it's about fulfilling the Shlichas, <coughs> so then he will be successful. Okay, let's stop.